2: what is up idp army it is your man jordan Reigns, at 50 shades of drunk if you are on twitter and we are back again it is the idp army podcast mostly idp all fantasy football we are going to talk you through our week six idp fantasy football waiver wire targets we're going to recap some of week five we're going to talk a little bit about monday night football and we're just going to get you in here give you guys the good stuff that fantasy football goodness for idp get you set up for this next week and um, hopefully you are, uh, you're you're winning. Hopefully you're headed towards glory like uh, the IDP Army deserves. So uh, like I said, stick around. It's gonna be a great show. As always, we want to thank our Patreons over patreon.com forward slash the IDP Army. They keep the lights on around here for everybody else. If you don't want to join the Patreon, that's fine. You can leave a thumbs up. You can subscribe to the channel. Those things help. You can leave us a five star rating and review. Anything less than five stars, not IDP Army approved. So if you go in there and put some dumb bullshit, that's not cool. Don't do it. Give us five stars. That's what we like. Give us money. That's what we like, too. But if not, hang with us. We like that, too. So I'm going to bring in my man Mace. What's up, Mace?
3: Hey, how's it going, bro?
2: Good, good. We are here, like I said, to bring you all IDP waiver wire targets for week six. We still have a game tonight. Uh, You know, the Chargers versus the Chiefs should be a good one. Should be some good IDP stuff in there. But last or this last couple of yesterday, we did have a lot of stuff go down. Um. How you doing, though, Mace? What was your big uh, takeaway from yesterday's football?
3: Um, the Steelers are screwed like we were talking about beforehand. Um, it really doesn't matter who the Bills were out there at safety. They're looking all right, complete. Their guys are hungry. Um, the Jaguars' defense is nowhere as good as I thought they were. I was kind of praising them last week and saying how they were dummy, and then they come out, and now we don't have any more winless teams because the Texans came out and Pierce ran all over them. So there's just still a lot of mystery everywhere. Um, the Jets are the highest scoring team offensively. I also, I'm a big fan of the Miami secondary, and they, you know, kind of dropped the bag as well. So,
2: yeah, well, yeah, it was good to see uh, Brandon Jones go out there get some points again. He's been kind of quiet <laughs> since week one. Sorry. I kept him in the lineup. We had a few questions about him yesterday. Glad I did. He, the yeah. uh, well, places where I'm, 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 I'm still fighting. It's because of him. So <laughs> shout out to Brandon Jones uh one of the few highlights from the miami team yesterday uh but let's go ahead and just jump right in like i said we're gonna do week six idp waiver wire targets this is coming off of week five we'll talk a little bit through the notes of how the week went like i said subscribe join the patreon all that good stuff if you want more good stuff if you want to keep stuff like this coming let's go ahead and talk about the injuries okay and then like the guys who couldn't make it yesterday um marcus williams we've been you know rising on him hurt is his, his uh wrist that was a big one nick bosa groin injury leaves that was a big one baron browning knee injury but also a wrist injury as well Uh, and then we had tremaine edmonds and jordan poyer both inactive Quiddy pay had that high ankle sprain john earth and greenard was inactive so you know it, it is gonna suck to be missing some of these really big names you know nick bosa i don't know the status of this injury but I have to assume it's not just going to magically heal itself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, That hurts. You know, top IDP defensive line player still leading the league in quarterback hits, even though he only played a handful of snaps yesterday. Um, What are your thoughts on these injuries? What can we really take away here? You know, just, I mean, none of these guys are droppable. You know what I mean? Hopefully you have an IR spot for them. Um, Which one of these guys is really affecting your teams the most, Mace?
3: Um, My teams, personally, probably Nick Bosa, but that's just because I'm a Niner fan and I love Misa Bosa. Um, The one that I'm kind of the most like, oh man, about is Quiddy Pay. It was kind of nice to see him uh, get some traction. He was having a really good season in the high ankle ankle sprints, uh, really going to hinder what he can do, not only obviously on the field, but for your fantasy team. So that kind of hurts.
2: Yeah, losing Quiddy Pay definitely hurts. Let's take a quick look here. Yeah, Nick Bosa still. 16 quarterback hits leads the league. Yeah. Look at old Carl Lawson here. Just the classic Carl Lawson line, what I call <laughs> it, the four, four, two, rippable, the four, four, two, fourteen. You know what I'm saying? That's why we don't love Carl Lawson for IDP. He's a great pass rusher, but when you're putting up the classic four, four, and two through five weeks, don't don't want it. Don't want it. Not too hot. Too hot. <laughs> um, we did have some pretty big inactives as well, just across, you know, kind of late week inactives too. Taylor Rapp kind of caught me by surprise. Terrell Edmonds kind of caught me by surprise. Yeah, Cunningham kind of caught me by surprise. Even Frankie Luvu, we didn't know he was going to be out until yeah. yesterday, like right before the game. Um, Corey Littleton came in, played 100 snaps for him. So we did have – you know, they're keeping us on our toes this year as far as just general, like, wear and tear injuries, but also we have some guys getting hurt inside these games. Um, Other notable news news here, you know, I have on this list, TJ Watt had a knee scope. I don't even want to talk about it. It's just – it's an absolute (laughs) travesty and a disaster, and it's a nightmare, and it's terrible, and I hate it. Uh, Baron Browning, we talked about him. Josie Jewell, injury, but he still managed to play a good bit, right? Yeah. I saw. So – he came back, right?
3: Uh, I can confirm that.
2: I was too All right. We'll keep an eye out on Josie Jewell. He's been up and down this year. Jeremy Chin did not play with a hamstring injury, ended up going to IR. That's going to kind of suck. Um, you'll want to keep an eye out for Terrell Burgess and then Xavier Woods. But I didn't see much Xavier Woods uh, love this last week either. I
3: think he was out also. Right? Was
2: he? Okay, I, was, I wasn't I was sure. I didn't put him on here. I kind of couldn't. Sometimes it's hard to find news on IDP first. Yeah. Just FYI, y'all. They won't tell us what happened on Sunday till Saturday this next week. Um, <laughs> yeah, and these other guys, we, we kind of already went over it. Nick Bosa is probably going to be the biggest hit to a lot of IDP managers, though, so um, – I hope you've enjoyed having him. Welcome to the DL struggle <laughs> struggle bus. There's plenty it's of room. Cool, right? there's, it's plenty full, but there's plenty of room still. Um, so this is going to be our first week really dealing with buys. we got those down here. I'll go ahead and bring them up a little bit. Um, we have the Las Vegas Raiders, so we're going to be missing Max Crosby, Jonathan Abram, Divine Diablo. Blake Martinez, not really missing him, but uh, we'll not be playing this next week. These guys all play tonight, so this isn't over yet. Uh, Detroit Lions are on by, Aiden Hutchinson, Anzalone, Malcolm Rodriguez, Deshaun Elliott, all players who you've been playing basically every week. Uh, They'll be missing this next week. Um, Tennessee Titans as well, Kevin Byard, Rashad Weaver, who should not be on your waiver wire, and then David Long. Those are the primary guys you'll be missing there. And then Houston Texans, Kirksey, Grugier Hill, Derek Stingley, who's having a really, really, really good year. Um, and then Jonathan Greenard, who you missed this last week. But, um, yeah, we're we definitely going to have to be on our toes, be pivoting, be early to your waivers this week. Keep an eye out for players that have been dropped as well. Mason, and I talked about that coming up. Um, not really, I don't really have too much else to say about buys except be aware. I want to go ahead and just jump into the notes here. What were your thoughts on Deion Jones being uh, picked up by the Browns? from the Falcons for that late round draft pick.
3: How fast it happened after the game. <laughs> like that's, you know, like they didn't even say thank you. Like he was just like, nah, I've, I've seen enough. Or whoever made the call said, I've seen enough. This is over. Like I'm done with this. We need to add someone else. So I think they swapped sixth and seventh picks. And I think the Falcons are still paying for the bulk of the contract, if I'm not mistaken. But um, I think for IDP purposes, it really just, I don't know, man. It, yeah, it really really makes it muddy, so you're going to have to pay attention and watch and maybe pick your weeks based on matchup in your deeper leagues. But it sucks for um, for Phillips and for uh, uh, Coromoa.
2: Yeah, and um, what's-his-face, too? Sion Taki is kind of bumbling yeah. around out there. Yeah. I just I hit a bad. button on my computer that is trying to open QuickBooks. If you have QuickBooks on your computer, you know it's a massive program. So if my computer <laughs> shuts off, I'm sorry. I'm trying to work through it as as we speak. (laughs) So there's that. Um, We did have some get. I I don't have a lot of comments on on Deion Jones personally. I mean, he's don't leave him on your waivers, you know, Um, get him cheap. Do it. Do what the Browns did. Send a late round pick for him. You know what I mean? Like if you want to get in on that action, if you are struggling at linebacker, the thing is, you shouldn't be struggling at linebacker. You should have drafted some guys that are doing at least okay right now. And if not, you picked up Frankie Louvu. you picked up Malcolm Rodriguez, you know, you probably picked up Blake Martinez, Jalen Smith. I mean, these are, you really shouldn't need Deion Jones, but you know, if, if, if he shouldn't also should not be on your waiver. So that's kind of my thoughts on him is just, don't go breaking the bank for him. He's going to be useful, but at the same time, hopefully you're not, like, scrambling to go get him. Does that make sense? Yeah. We had some We had some of the DL players get right this week, some guys who kind of haven't showed up. The season did show up. Bradley Chubb showed up, had a massive game on Thursday night. Same with DeForest Buckner. Uh, both of them had over one full sack, over 20 points, and IDP 1-2-3 scoring. They haven't showed up, like I said, at all this season, Really? Um, So it was good to have a get right game for them. Montez sweat, same story. Cam Jordan, a sack and a half. He's actually been coming on a hot the last couple of weeks, putting up over 15 points each of the last three weeks, Carl Lawson showed up. But again, we just looked at his stat line. If he doesn't get his sack, he's not going to help you. I mean, even if he gets seven quarterback hits, I mean, that's the same as, you know, seven assisted tackles. I mean, it's not that exciting. Um, he needs to finish them but he did have a get right game we do know what's in his repertoire he's probably like a back end flex kind of guy dl5 um and i just put a note here i kind of the, the panthers defense you know i said is, is scrappy but they're still missing something that's kind of how i feel like they look like they can make plays when they need to but it just feels weird right before we came on though matt rule got fired so Maybe that missing piece is actually that they had one too many pieces. So next week it'll look better. But I saw something pretty interesting. Um, Derek Brown right now, their interior defensive lineman, their DT, he's got six pass deflections. We've played five weeks of football, and that's a big boy in the middle who's knocked down five passes. And he's not playing against Baker Mayfield. You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) He's not been easy like everyone else's pass play. He's playing against the tall quarterbacks. So give Derek Brown a little shout out. He's getting some points out there. I mean, three times six. I mean, what's Eighteen. That's eighteen points on uh, pass deflections, right there. He scored more points on pass deflections, you know, than Carl Lawson has in all of his uh, quarterback hits. You know what I mean? So the points can come and go from different spots in IDP, and I just wanted to bring attention to that because when you think IDP players and defensive line players, you're probably not right now thinking, "Oh, I'll play Derek or Derek Brown." But if he's going to continue to make plays like this, as well as offer the behind the line of uh, scrimmage equity, he's going to have a big boom week coming up soon. Um, and maybe this next week is it, you know, with Matt Rule out of the building, revived, refreshed, whatever you want to call it. Um, so I think there's something here at this Panthers defense. So don't 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 let these guys kind of just slip around or fade out of your sight. Um, they, they seem like they're on the edge of maybe something pretty cool. So any any thoughts on? all of those guys. I mean, I kind of just went for a ramble there, so I'll let you know. No, it's
3: cool. it's, I mean, it's worth noting because even though they can't really put it together as a team on the field for IDP purposes, they're really good. Except for Corey Littleton who played 100% of snaps and still wasn't really that amazing in any sort of fashion. But Damian Wilson stepped in for Frankie Louvoo and had an amazing game. Seven tackle, or I'm sorry, eight tackles, one of them was an assist. He was only targeted three times. Another um, you know, 9 defense or offense really just went everywhere, We're everywhere with it, but like you were saying, um, they got Jeremy Chin, they've got Woods, they've got uh Horn as well, who they just drafted what last year in 2021. So they've mm-hmm. got a decent nucleus of guys and they have decent players on the not even decent players, good players on the line. So they're like you said, there's maybe one or two things missing. And if once they get that together, maybe they get an offense who can stay on the field and kind of create, not make the Panthers play down all the time, then maybe something else can come from that. But for IDP purposes, there are definitely some players on this roster that you can look at and that still might actually go way
2: more. Who is this? What's up tier tart because he's got he's got he's got five pass deflections. And we were talking about Zach Allen. We're about to scroll down a little yeah. bit. He's on here too. So we're we're finding some. There's some maybe some diamonds in the rough out here. Interceptions um, to too. Tackles. And we won't count that. Interceptions are fake. Interceptions and sacks <laughs> don't count. Oh, I'm just saying. All, it's nice. All that matters is pressures and um, some other fake made up metric. That I don't know right now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, think about this though. Derek Brown has more pass deflections than Jalen Ramsey. Isn't that funny?
3: Yeah, that is pretty
2: crazy. I mean, that's just like not something you'd ever think existed, was a real thing. But here it is right here in black and white. So Anywho, shout out to Derek Brown. Yeah. Shout out to Derek Brown. Get him, big boy. All right, let's take a peek here at some of these snap observations. This is just some stuff that Mason and I saw that we thought was either curious, interesting, worth noting. Okay, so we're not just we're not going to break down every single one of these. Um, But I would, you know, I'll kind of start here. I noticed um, Nasir Adderley had like a really, really low snap percentage. I don't know what happened. I looked down his like i I can't find news so i don't know if that's injury related or if he just like got yanked off the field yeah put a pin in that because i've been playing him every week um in a couple of different leagues yeah for sure jim and davis down this list a little bit he seems to be hovering in this not really playable area but this like consistently enough snaps to continue to watch you know what i mean like if he gets a couple of weeks back to back where he gets a meaningful snap share it's kind of like it, we've we've made it so he's he's on that back end area i wanted to keep an eye on him um i wanted to point out malcolm rodriguez not for his snap percentage which is 83 percent. so there's people out there that'll probably be like yeah i'm not gonna play him because there's someone who plays more snaps in that and that's really cute and fine and great and wonderful but we here don't adhere to those rigorous of guidelines Um, I wanted to bring up old Mr. Rodriguez because he is in some pretty, he's in some company of players that people are not going to ever tell you to sit. Um, so where's he at? Have I passed him already? 31. Yeah, 31. 31. Okay. Let's look at old Malcolm Rodriguez. He's got 38 combined tackles. Okay. That's not too, too bad. Or was it his? He's only got one less than Bobby Wagner, one less than Buddha Baker, people. Um, these are guys that no one's ever going to tell you not to play ever, never ever 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 ever. So if we're getting you know, and I'm just help I'm saying this for myself as much as you, I'm trying to have a perspective shift on the season on some of these guys I didn't know coming in. Malcolm Rodriguez, it was easy to kind of be like, you know, he was too cool on you know. What was that show they had? Yeah, yeah. For sure. He had a lot. Was too cool, and they made too big of a deal out of him. And you know, maybe you know, it just it was easy to be like, put my guard up. Guard's coming down. All right. When you're when you're playing eighty percent of snaps and you're keeping pace with guys who you know are consistently known to be solid producers. um And I'll you know I'll even point out four of those are tackles for loss. You know what I mean? Like that's not a, like that's not nothing you know what i'm saying like that's meaningful fantasy points meaningful production um so adjust what you think of Malcolm Rodriguez because at 31 here overall four tackles for loss even playing 80% of snaps um he's he's he shouldn't be on your waiver he is going to be on a buy this week so keep an eye out for somebody to drop him but uh, i wanted to highlight him just because i think we can really kind of call him what he is and that's somebody you want on your fantasy team like and not like just because it's cool now i think it's gonna be cool for a while
3: (laughs) yeah no seriously you
2: can Um, see
3: it on the tape man he plays hungry
2: yeah anybody on this upper area here or comments you wanted to make on snap relation and again if you're listening on the podcast you should watch on youtube because we have a screen with some more information on i mean it's not by any means like the end all be all but it's got listed names that i'm not just going to read off here to you but snap percentage observations things you might want to key in on um but I'll throw it to you, Mace, on this upper here. what are Who are some guys that you noticed or some things that you put a pin in?
3: Um, yeah, Keanu Neal coming in, getting 50% of snaps with the absence of Logan Ryan. Or I don't know if Logan Ryan went out earlier if he just didn't play. Sometimes, he didn't play, I don't think. Okay, he didn't play at all. So um, I guess if you had Neal on your radar because of previous times, just don't really – I mean, I'm not really in it anymore. Uh, Corey Littleton, like I said previously, didn't really do much and didn't look very good with the snaps hundred percent that he had um you know a lot of people have been on Robert Quinn and I think he had like 60 something percent and I don't know if he really did much with that um to to buy the linebacker for he was on Detroit where's he at now New
2: England he's, uh, in New England now
3: yeah so he's getting a decent amount of snaps I didn't see his numbers but that's something that I wanted to look at Chad Muma finally climbing up, getting a little bit of time in Jacksonville, even though Jacksonville's linebackers are pretty much set right now because they're beasting out. Um, I think there, can you scroll up a little bit? I think there's one more.
2: Uh, Love. Yeah, all right.
3: right. So the Love McKinney conundrum because the Giants did just sign uh, Landon Collins as well a couple days ago. So I don't know if he's going to come in and.
2: That's gross.
3: Uh, no, for sure. But, I mean, it's still something that needs to be monitored because he might come in. Um, and then Quan Alexander actually got a ridiculous amount of snaps this week, and he might be a decent ad on the waiver wires. I yeah, because old,
2: oh. old, Qu- old Quincy was out.
3: Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Is that what it was? Okay. okay. Yeah.
2: He was getting – I think he was, he was getting some pretty decent snaps even before that, though. Oh, okay. Um, really? Make sure you all go check out the index all of week four – all of the snaps for all the players that have played the first five weeks of the season. They're in there, um, that we have in there. I'm not going to pull it up right now, but it exists. (laughs) Um, All right. Yeah, no other real.
0: You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop.
2: Some names I want to, I just want to say Jordan or Julian Love was showing out. He's been a name that's popped up in IDP circles for a couple of years now. At this point, he, to me, just feels like one of those guys where I'm not like running to my waiver wire to get him. But at this point, I want to acquire lots of Julian Love. Like I just want him on my teams, on my benches in dynasty and redraft because he just feel he's one of those guys where his name just keeps coming up year after year people come in people come out he's there so i wanted to bring him up he's actually on the thumbnail of this video um, on youtube which i tried some new uh some new graphic design stuff so let me know if you all have any uh, feedback on that um we're just having fun out here cut candidates i didn't really add anybody in here so let's get to the heart and soul of it all right we're 20 minutes in you're like man these guys just never shut the hell up um so here are your waiver wire targets for this week obviously this list has been Added two over the weeks. We tried to arrange it as kind of some of the guys we're really watching closely this week here at the top. Um, and then, you know, Pete Werner down there towards the middle, Frankie Lou, those guys would have been there like week one. We're leaving them on there because, again, we don't know how deep your league is. You could be playing with two, three, four IDPs. You could be playing with a dozen. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So I want you to, to know these are some of the names that may or may not be available in your specific league. Um, do your own research, all that stuff. And I put at the top here, you know, as we enter bye week season, already kind of said it, watch who gets dropped this week. This is going to be the most important week of drops, basically, because we still have only so many data points where some guys that might be good are going to get cut out. You know, watch for Malcolm Rodriguez. Watch for Deshaun Elliott. Um, these guys, you know, they're on bye, short benches. Cycle them onto your team if you can. And then you don't have to worry about buys later either. So, again, the, you, this is where you really win your fantasy football, not win. This is one of the many parts it takes to win. But being aware, you know what I'm saying? So, um, well, let's read off the first five or six here. We got Deion Jones for uh, Cleveland if he's on your waivers. Jeron Curse may have been dropped because of the injury the last couple of weeks. Jacob Phillips, uh, another linebacker for Cleveland. Ryan Neal, who seemed to kind of be taking over instead of Josh Jones for um, – Jamal Adams with Seattle yesterday. Grant Delpit, who I did notice was playing more in the box than I kind of realized, so I still have him on here. Uh, safety for Cleveland. Josh Bynes, middle linebacker for Baltimore. Deshaun Elliott, Zach Allen, Joe Tyrone, and then Rashad Weaver, Malcolm Rodriguez. Those are like my top, top guys to go get. A couple of guys after that, Jerome Pratt, Melvin Ingram, uh, Pete Werner, et cetera, et cetera. What are your um like on of these guys? Who are you really focusing in on personally, Mace? Because so I can tell you right now, I'll just tell you: for me, I'm focusing in on Malcolm Rodriguez. I'm focusing in on Zach Allen, and I'm focusing in kind of more on um, Deshaun Elliott because I I think that he may end up being floating around out there after this week. Um, yeah, I think but, he's
3: finally finding comfortability. Right, he mm-hmm. kind of looks it.
2: So I was going to say curse just
3: because I was really high on him before the season. He had the green dot. He came back in and got 85% of snaps. Um, Wilson. I'm not, I think we have his snap up there. I don't remember what it was offhand, but I know between them two and hooker, I think hooker and um, where's at? Yeah. Right there. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So Wilson had 85% curse had 78. So curse um, knows the defense. He knows his stuff. He's going to be calling the shots, hopefully out there in the next couple weeks. Uh, so definitely look for him. Phillips um, in deeper leagues, yeah, sure, but also kind of got to look out for Deion Jones because we don't know what he's going to come in and do coming off of injury as well. Is he going to be 100%? I mean, I'm sure he would have to be to be traded, right? You have to pass the physical and all that stuff, I'm assuming. So hopefully he can come in and just play immediately, and if he does, then I don't know, kind of watch that. But, um, yeah, Zach Allen definitely caught my eye because it snaps. So uh, next week, I'll, or hopefully sometime this week, I'll be able to sit down and watch some film and see kind of what is going on there because <clears throat> I kind of quoted off in our last show by saying that the Arizona defense is just horrible. And then, <laughs> you know, I kind of look at it. I mean, nothing. I mean, they still are like. They are. Collins, Collins didn't do amazing. Isaiah Simmons had a 92% snap this week. So he had like, I don't know, over 10 tackles. So it's just really just more like popcorn there. I guess, Um, Melvin Ingram, I don't really know if he was falling on any fumbles or anything this week. So, um,
2: yeah, we have a specific question here from Ryan, which I'll bring up just since both these guys are on that list. He says, Melvin Ingram hasn't been doing much. Should I drop him for Joe Tyrone? So I'm just going to pull it up, and we'll just walk through this together. Um, Let's take a peek at Melvin, Big Mel. Uh, Okay, where is he at? Because up until yesterday, Melvin Ingram had the exact same number of points as Aaron Donald. Now, Aaron Donald had to go out and get a sack or two yesterday. Yeah. And, you know, just in time for everyone to forget that he's been tanking their teams all season. But Let's see. Where is where is Big Mel? Where is he at? I guess I could just type him in. But I like trying to, like, pull him up on here. There he is. You little bastard. Tackles a little. Right, there he is. All right. So Melvin Ingram on the year. Only two starts, relevant. Played all five games, two starts. Um, I can't see exactly what that is. that's like the fumble, fumble recovery, touchdown, um, two sacks, nine total tackles, eight solo, three tackles for a loss, only three quarterback hits. So I do agree with you, Ryan. He has not been doing much. But, again, we kind of know that about Melvin Ingram. So now I want to kind of look and juxtapose that against uh, old Tyrone, who I thought I saw up here. Well, I don't think he has more sacks. No. He has
3: two on the year. I just I okay. don't know that's, if he is only that's, a linebacker. That's good
2: info to known. know because I have my list of guys right here that have had two sacks. All right. I don't think they put his whole name on here anymore either. I think it's just Joe oh, Tyrone. Geez. Oh, my gosh. How many guys have had two sacks this year? Jeez. Do you see him? No, I was Where are you the, looking at his sack numbers? EFF. See, why are you doing that to me? You're lying to me. You're sitting <laughs> here on live television telling I don't me why.
3: how they can differ. Spewing,
2: spewing so fake bullshit from a website. I don't know what the hell they're doing. Here he is, one and a half. Oh, wow. All right. Wow. So this guy's got old Joey. He's got one and a half, 11 total. He's splitting them half and half, two and then four. Man, that's actually really tough because – They're very similar. Let's just go ahead and pop them open. I think I'm going to end up going with Tyrone just based on the snap count, though. Because I know Melvin Ingram is not playing a lot of snaps. And this is going to take forever. Because that's my life. All right. Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Scroll down. Oh, my gosh. They changed the layout of all this stuff. What am I looking at here? Here we go. 190 total snaps through five games. That's not terrible. And like I said to you the other day, I think anything over about 55-60 is definitely in contention to be playing at DL. I would love them to be over 65, though, personally. But he's not outside the realm of a playable guy for me. Let's take a look at Mr. Tyrone. 233 68 so he's played about 40 more snaps overall. He is getting the starts, he's getting the raw percentages. Um again, Melvin Ingram out here, he's an explosive play waiting to happen, but I I understand this being a pivot point for for Miami players. Um what we saw yesterday was not what I think we should be, or I don't think that's what anybody wanted to happen. I don't think that I think things are things are running off the rails quickly in Miami. Okay. <laughs> it's like an it's like a typical night in Miami, I imagine. Like 10, 11 12, like shit's just popping off. Everybody's having a good time. And all of a sudden you start looking around. It's 3:30 in the morning and you're wet and your phone's broken and you're covered in smoke and like you're dancing and like smiling, but it hurts. And it's like, nope, not anymore. Let's get the hell out of here. That's how I feel. Miami is right now as a football team. (laughs) I think people are like, "Oh shit, this hurts." Yeah. Anywho, um, Carl Lawson on your waivers. You don't want nothing to do with him. You don't want. You don't want Carl Lawson. We already talked about him briefly. I told Mace before the show my big problem with keeping our shows compact is that I get (laughs) caught up in the comments and I start answering everybody's questions. It's not because I don't love y'all, but I am going to try to keep this one a little more concise today. So. you're welcome, Ryan. I saw that question and I, I still dipped into it. And everybody else in the comments has questions. I'm not, I don't not love you. I just, I'm a bit, I'm, on, I'm on a mission today to, to, to keep this under 45 minutes <laughs> uh, and hopefully under an hour. Dear God. Um, but let's go ahead and see if there are there any other players on here you want to highlight. I want to highlight Devin Lloyd briefly. Um, I mean, he's. He's flying up my rankings in all formats. Uh, He's having an incredible season. Even playing next to Olakun, he's holding his own. We're seeing a really, really high-level tandem of of linebacker play here. Um, So I wanted to highlight him. He's probably on your waivers. But if you did pick him up early in the season and redraft, kudos to you. And if he's on your dynasty teams and for, for whatever reason you haven't paid attention and he's like on your taxi squad, it's time to elevate him. It's time to get him in the lineup every single week. Um, and then Zaven Collins, I briefly want to say he had a bad week this week. Saw a lot of guys on Twitter kind of lamenting his lack of tackles for their money. That's life. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, sorry. <laughs> he didn't get tackles for you. Don't, don't be, don't, don't fade Zaven Collins too, too much. Um, Arizona sucks just in general. You should have known that, but, um,
3: he's Ava's not, don't
2: drop him. Don't, don't freak out. No one's taking his job. Um, so that's pretty much my final thoughts on you know IDP uh, guys for this week as far as waiver wire. You have any other thoughts, comments, smart ass remarks to add?
3: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Drew Tranquil leads the league and missed tackles with nine.
2: I don't with care.
3: him 100 he <laughs> percent
2: Hey, I'm just on brand, man. He's a beast. No. He's yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I forgot. We have the, we have the world's leading foremost, uh, miss tackle specialist. Um, no, um, he, I didn't run know. like there. He runs the micro niche. Don't forget it. No, uh, um, if anybody out there says anything about miss tackles and they don't cite him, they're lying. They didn't get it from the, the truth. The source. So
3: Devin Lloyd is killing the game though. Honestly, he's having a great season. He's the fourth most targeted linebacker with 31 targets in coverage. Uh, Having only Dre Greenlaw, Gruger Hill, and Patrick Queen above him. Patrick Queen did get a pick this week, so good for him. He uh, kind of bit on a play action, completely turned around, dropped back into coverage, flipped back towards the quarterback, and the ball was right there, man. And he snagged it. So um, kind of haven't really been that high on him, but it was nice to kind of see a player make an
2: amazing play. Patrick uh, Queen, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> He's a bomb. I know
3: they had like the the linebacker Logan Wilson.
2: And, Dude, yeah. Logan Wilson is not having the year that I no, he's not. wanted him to be having. Like he's not having a bad year. He's still like making plays, but right, he's yeah. just like not
3: what you yeah, what you spent on him in drafts is not the production that you're getting.
2: Back. Bingo. But thank you. I want to just point out quickly, the number 1 linebacker on the season is Devin White. Suck it haters look at it
3: um do you think blake martinez is going to have a big impact on tonight i am hopeful that he's going tonight to, yeah that he's going to get snaps but i don't think he's going to eclipse 55 of snaps
2: i don't know bro i honestly have i, I literally here's the I thing he went through all of giants training camp so he's in yeah. shape like he's ready to play ball um I don't know though. I just, I just, I have no. It wouldn't shock me if he played a hundred percent of snaps, and it wouldn't shock me if he played five.
3: <laughs> like, okay, Neither of
2: those outcomes would 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 change my heart rate in the slightest. I'd be like, oh yeah, it makes sense. Well, that makes sense too. So I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I wish I could say more than that, but I really don't know. Uh, quickly, want to pull up Eddie Jackson? This is shocking stuff here ladies and gentlemen uh (laughs) what's going on here okay here it is interception we're having one of those years interception 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 tackle numbers aren't bad for eddie jackson season nine nine eight nine that's not that's not normal eddie jackson these are normal eddie jackson numbers five four six two four so we got two eddie jackson's out there now all right six seven seven, five three this is the Eddie Jackson that most of us know. 11, 14, he's 6, talent, 7. Though. Who the hell is this guy? 17, 17, 25,
3: 24, 17. He's gotta be picked up. You gotta grab him if he's out there. Whoa! Him and Hello. you didn't even have to draft him, and you could have
2: and he <laughs> gets to Washington up. and he gets New England coming up. Oh Eddie Jackson out here doing work. Just just uh don't mind me, just poking around.
3: Some observations.
2: Uh one last little note. Max Crosby he leads the league in tackles for loss right now, which is I mean, this dude's insane. Um bye coming up this week. Really hope he doesn't hurt my man Patrick Mahomes tonight. But uh I like I like Max Crosby. So I just want to pull him up, give him a little love. Anybody else we want to talk about? Any names here? Legarius Sneed, we kind of talked about him a little bit. Von Bell, he's having kind of weird season, too. He had a pick last night. He's had, like, three picks this year. I don't think he's had, like, I don't even know how many picks he's had in his career. I don't think it's been that many. (laughs) Let's go look. Yeah, look. I mean, he had two before before this season.
3: So he has more this year than he's had in his entire career.
2: Yeah. That's crazy. Sell, sell, sell. Sell. I mean... (laughs) I mean, if you want to sell the production, he's also only 27 years old. I no, mean, sure. you might just want to post that motherfucker up on your team. Because, <laughs> I mean, he's got a resume of other stuff. Um, you know what I'm saying? No, for sure. He had quite a few forced fumbles his last year with the Saints as well, if I remember correctly. There's a few. One, Double two, there. three. 2019. Yeah, he, he's disruptive. Anywho getting lost in the weeds there just wanted to point that out though because i thought that was interesting i i like noticing like like kind of outliery type of things you know i mean it's like oh like people like like i remember when Buda baker intercepted and he got ran down by dk metcalf everybody's like oh you know he's one of the biggest playmaking safeties in the league like i'm pretty sure i don't have i think that was either his first or second interception of his whole career and the announcers were like ah oh, it's just another Buda baker and i was like <laughs> we oh, like, it. another. Like yeah. The first right. time. Oh my gosh! I said something funny last night too. Oh, it was hilarious. And it's just like, guys, um, what they say? They said, "Oh, Mark Andrews, like he's getting up there where his name's considered up there with with Kittle and Kelsey." I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> like what? Like what? Where have you been? Oh my goodness! Oh, and Tony Romo dropped a dropped some fun alpha yesterday too. You could hear he basically—I don't know—his producer. I have to find the clip, that the producer was in his ear, and the producer he basically called his producer out for saying that throw looked like Patrick Mahomes, and he said, "Well, that throw actually looked like this." He's like, "Yeah, I know the producer's in my ear telling me to say Mahomes, but I'm not going to do that." And I was like, "Tell <laughs> him!" I was like, no, I don't know dude, like these people get fed lines, like literally. There's a reason that." Aaron Rodgers' name comes up. That's why I post that thing about Aaron Donald. I was like, oh God, Aaron Donald had two sacks. I mean, the bylines write themselves. You know what I mean? Producers love it because it's like we can just run that line over and over and over and over again. And it's just like, pay attention. Like, there's so much micromanagement of what you see, what you hear, how things are presented to you on all levels. On this level, in this room right here, obviously we did some work. But if we're doing this for two dozen of you, somebody's in somebody's ear making sure somebody's money and somebody's advertising content marketing is being done appropriately all right um they don't talk about certain players ad nauseum on accident and they don't leave certain players out of the conversation on accident um and shout out to tony romo for uh for that heater i'm sure he got in trouble for that too but he's tony romo what are you gonna do but Anyway, I just wanted to give some people a little idea. And I don't even understand exactly what happens behind the scenes, in all these places either. But again, when I say, you know, sometimes I go on these rants and I'm like, this is done intentionally. I'm not insane. Okay. Like the world, I mean, the world didn't just poof appear magically. Like people don't say things on accident. Like there are goals there, and people pave roads to these places they want to get. And they sit around and talk about how they can get there. And you know, so just be aware you're always being sold something. You're always being told something, whether it's true or not. That's up to you, the receiver of that message, to determine. It is not on the person telling you that to have any sort of journalistic credibility or whatever, because truth doesn't pay the bills. Somebody does, but ain't the truth. Anyway, I'm just rambling and rambling and rambling. <laughs> um, any final words, Mace, before we got the people out of here?
3: Yeah, four rookies yesterday got an interception. Corners a Stingley, Elam. Jones, and Sauce Gardner. So, uh, up to them. That's pretty nuts. It's kind of nice to see uh, the next generation of household names hopefully coming in and taking the league by storm because I know we've, at least on the offensive side of the ball, had some uh, players retire and stuff like that. So, it's nice to see the new age coming.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's a fun year. We love football. You know, we week five, almost completely in the books. This has been your week six waiver wire targets. This is the IEP Army. I'm Jordan. He's Mace. Any final words? I think I just asked you that, didn't I? (laughs) All
3: right, we're getting
2: out of here. Peace, love, IDP. P is for positivity.